the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. This program is sponsored by Dave Stahl. Buckle up and start your engines. This is You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl. With 30-plus years of automotive experience, Dave is here to educate you on everything from repairing your vehicle to the latest industry news and trends. If it's automotive, Dave covers it. It's time for You Ought to Know with Dave Stahl on The Answer San Diego. Welcome to the You Auto Know Show, FM 961 AM 1178. The answer is our brought to you by Southwest Point of Sale. Got a small business that needs help cashier-wise? Well, you can hook up with Southwest Point of Sale. They'll come out to your business. Take a look. That's southwestpos.com, southwestpos.com, whether it's a liquor store, grocery store. Over, uh, They've been doing this since 1975. And the bonus, you get seven-day-a-week, 24-hour-day service. San Diego Propane. You need propane in East County? Boy, go where I go. STpropane.com. Family owned and operated. Both Most of my advertisers are. 619-460-1705. And Hot Rods and Custom Stuff. 2324 Auto Parkway in Escondido. If you're into Hot Rods, Classics, Customs, the whole nine yards. Hey, uh, I was going to do a car review, but how long is that Baja interview? It's 15 minutes. 
Yucko. So, do you want me to split it up into two parts, or do you just... Yeah, let's split it up in two parts. We'll do the first section now. And folks, you got to hear this story. You talk about a feel-good story from a kid down under. Take a listen. Oh, I, I'm sorry. i got to still put it up. <laughs> oh, How about you give a little bit more background? I'm not going to. You're not? No, oh, okay. I'm well, done I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> Actually, it's, a, it's really a great story, folks. It's a kid, 31 years old, him and his, him and his mate. Uh, back in 2019, they came over to the U.S. Their mate went to Washington State, bought a, Husqv- or bought a uh, KTM, rode it down to the Baja, raced it. He came in third. So his partner uh, thought, well, shoot, if he can do it, we can do it. So he did it again this year. Take a listen. All right, folks. Hey, if you listen to any of the off-road shows on KCBQ, you heard about a gentleman that came from Australia, and I find out today with his partner, and the story is insane. I got Brittany with me. What do you think? I'm impressed, as many are. They're using the word legend. Yeah, they are, really. So let's start off with the, uh, who started this mess, you or him? All right, and your name? Uh, Yeah, uh, I'm Shane from Australia, and yeah, I guess I was the one that kind of dragged him into this originally. I raced it back in 2019. I Ironmaned it that year, and uh, Dutchy, he came over and chased for me and watched it, and I guess got inspired by that and wanted to come back and give it a crack for himself, so yeah. So so what, what prompted you to run the Baja 1000? I mean, I'm sure if you're into motorcycles, you heard a lot about it over in Australia. Um, what prompted me, it was my 30th birthday, and originally I was thinking to do the Dakar Rally, but then it sort of went to shit, the race, uh-huh. and then I was like, I don't want to spend all that money to go and do an average race so i was like what other cool events are going on in the world and then yeah the baja sort of popped up into mine and i was like oh yeah that sounds like a cool race so let's make a big adventure out of it so i flew up to whistler in canada my sister was living up there and bought a kdm 500 and then rode it all the way down here it was about nine thousand kilometers and then we just rebuilt it chucked a new piss in it chained sprockets and then went and pre-run for the baja 1000 and then yeah raced it so yeah. And thought, how hard could this be? Yeah, exactly. So he comes to you and... Yeah, well, yeah, I went over uh, back in 2019. And your name, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, yeah, uh, Okay, but what do they call you? Oh, Dutchie. Yeah. Dutchie, it's much easier to say. Yeah, right? yeah, it's much easier okay. to so say. So how old are you? I'm 31 now. Okay, so he comes over and says, hey, I got an idea. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So we try to... Oh, yeah, um... He said, come and, yeah, follow me or, yeah, just help me out during the race. And, um, yeah, that's sort of what I've done. And uh, I was meant to fly to Australia just a couple of months after that. But uh, it was a good little holiday when I chased for him back in 2019. So then after that, you basically got the bug, I'm I'm sure, and said, hey, in 23, why don't we try this one more time? Was this your idea? Uh, No. well, sort of. We tried to do it in a team before, so it was definitely on my list. Yeah. But um, and then we talked about it, and it started to get a bit more complicated with the peninsula too, doing it in teams. And then he said, um, or Shane said, uh, "Why don't you try to do it Ironman if you can? Like, yeah, can you do it? Like, yeah, I guess I can do it." And then, um, yeah, sort of. After how many beers? Oh, quite a few, probably. probably yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Isn't that the way it normally starts? Yeah. I know she's got a question, right? Well, no? I just I know you didn't do it to for the affirmation, and I know you didn't do it to become a legend. But how are you comfortable with people saying that? People saying they want to make a movie and all that sort of stuff, or do you just brush that off? Yeah, I guess I'll 
yeah, sort of brush it off because yeah, I know a lot of guys that that write way better than me, and so yeah, I, yeah, I'm not really the one. <laughs> for that. Well, they might they might ride better than you, or they may, but don't, nobody gets in a plane with no motorcycle. Did you have any gear? Oh, oh I know one. I know one that did it. Well, so yeah, <laughs> but, you, but you didn't have a motorcycle. No, no, I didn't didn't have one yet, but uh, I knew there was enough rent. Why the 2015? Did you go after that yeah, TM yeah. on purpose? Yeah, yeah. So we chased that sort of model from 2012 till 2015. Also because uh, Shane has the same model oh, okay. for the parts and that. And uh, I got the same similar bike back in Oz. Uh, so, do, you ra- do you race back in Australia? No, not really. <laughs> not really. Okay, so did you have any gear when you came over? Helmet, suit? Yeah, I, yeah, I got all the gear and, oh, okay. and saddlebags. I brought it over and parts, some parts, yeah. because the, oh, yeah, I used the same bike back there too. Okay. But you didn't really know what parts to bring, and I understand on the whole trip, a lot of people helped you. Well, we ride the bikes, and you know what sort of can break and yeah. what can stuff up. And I guess between us, we probably have like a thousand hours on five hundreds. Okay. So. Um, yeah, you just by that time you sort of know what to go is with the bikes. So, yeah. yeah. So, okay, I think Lar- now. By the way, we got Lars Larson's with us. Talk about a legend! This is what you need to strive to. So, you want to do the one thousand? <laughs> no, thank you. I tried it twice, and that was uh, too many times. <laughs> so you I, got a question? Yeah. Well, I looked at your bike, and there is an awful lot of trick stuff on the handlebars, and. Where did you get all that from? Is that how you navigate? Because I don't think the Baja 1000 is uh, really marked exactly where to go. you got to go by the moon or by the stars or by all the stuff that is on that. Uh, I looked at it and I don't know what any of it is. <laughs> well, yeah, there's not heaps on there. Oh, there is a little phone, man. I didn't use that. It's the GoPro. Uh, I use that while pre-running uh, because it's easier to just follow the track and look stuff up on your phone. But uh, and in the middle there's the GPS mount, and it's a little Garmin Netrex, and that tells you indeed where you are, and it shows you the racetrack as a line. So, so it tells you turn left, you idiot. Or uh, yes, it, it won't really tell you anything, but it only shows you where you have ridden and it shows you a line that is the racetrack right and so you're really only dealing with a line you're not dealing with no signage no 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 arrow no. saying go so it, it it shows the it shows the race mall markers and and uh, vcps yeah. did you get lost uh only one oh not really lost i couldn't really say lost but um i went off the track just at the end of it i think because there's like that many little turns. Oh yeah. But Once you get to the end. Yeah, yeah. But most of the track is pretty ran in, and like in the washes and that, there's different lines, but they all sort of end up in the same spot. And as long as you don't miss the VCPs, I miss some, I guess. But uh, I should actually check where that was. But <laughs> you can so, go back and check. Yeah, you can go back. All right, folks, welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170, The Answer. We'll uh, play that second half of that interview 
at uh, 245. So don't touch that dial. We got Kristen Barclay. Oh, wait, wait. We've got South Bay Auto House. You got a uh, Volkswagen, a Mercedes Benz that you're looking for an alternative repair shop. Well, you absolutely cannot beat Auto House. These guys, family owned and operated, over 25 years' experience. They can do anything and everything to your Mercedes. Include if you're going to get traded in and get a new one, they'll even possibly buy it off of you at a better price than you get at the dealer. But if you're needing any type of service, they're the number one uh, Mercedes shop in San Diego. Uh, they're easy to get a hold of. Just go to autohousesouthbay.com. Talk to Gary or Rick. And again, you may have to make an appointment because they are busy. That's 619-422-6252. Go where they'll take care of you like family. And Express Auto Service at 7633 El Cajon Boulevard. Express Auto Service, LaMesa.com. Dave and Connie, another family-owned shop, do a phenomenal job. They work on about, well, they work on all my old beaters, and they just do such a phenomenal job. Dave is a master tech, knows everything there is to know, and you can't go wrong. Just take a run down there or call them first. Again, you need to do an appointment, 619-463-1484. Hey, Kristen, how you doing, kiddo? Hey, what's going on? What are we talking about today? I didn't get a text, and so I didn't write it down. I know, I know. Uh, the Mazda CX ninety PHEV. Mazda CX ninety <laughs> PHEV. That's a mouthful. Yes. Twenty three or twenty four. Twenty four. Plug hide. Everyone. <laughs> Victor. Visits. I don't know. Or visits. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. There's some. There's some name that goes along with it. I don't know what it is. So Plug-in body- hybrid EV, but yeah. yeah. So how'd you, uh, how was your Thanksgiving? Did you have a good one? Yeah, yeah. Turkey was consumed by all, and everything was good until, uh, I don't know if you saw my Facebook status, but we had an incident on Friday, and basically it rained in our laundry room, and so, you know, you dealing with that, and a puppy, and yeah, yeah so. Yeah, um, it's, I, it's good for you. Yeah, I Keeps mean, I might have been hiding in the Mazda CX-90, sitting out there saying, hey, I'm I'm, I'm reviewing the vehicle, just for a little bit of peace and quiet. That might have happened. I don't know. Yeah, stranger uh, things. So how'd you, like right. the, how'd you like the Mazda? You know, I was I was pleasantly surprised. Um, I, I thought it was surprisingly fun to drive. You know, it replaces the CX-9, and obviously the CX-9 had been out for a while. Um, but they've done some fine-tuning. And while this one has a little bit of a longer wheelbase, I say a little bit, seven and a half inches longer, um, I, I don't, the design, like you look at it, it's a great looking vehicle, right? It's kind of handsome. It's got it's kind of almost timeless design, but um, they, they compromise a little bit on the cargo capacity. So don't really understand why they did that. Now it drives well. It's almost, it's not sporty, but it's fun to drive. Um, mm-hmm. Got a 2.5 liter four with electric motor that's paired with an eight speed automatic, 323 horsepower, 369 pound feet of torque. But there's things that kind of make me go, hmm, when it comes to the PHEV. Part of that is there's a, a an estimated EV range of 25 miles battery only. Mm-hmm. That's good, fine, no problem with that. Estimated 25 miles per gallon when you're using gas. Okay, great, three row SUV. That's good, right? things that make me kind of go, hmm, is Mazda says it takes about 11 hours to get a full charge on a level one. Hmm. 
being what our energy rates are right now, Mm. I don't know that I'm saving anything by Mm. charging for 11 hours to get 25 miles. Oh, because you're on a 110, right? Yeah. So, I mean, I'm just kind of throwing that out there as like, you know, am I breaking even? Am I, I don't think, because I don't think I'm coming out ahead. I don't think you are. Yeah. Yeah. So... That being said, with the 2024 CX-90, there are three powertrain choices and five trim levels. So, like, if we were going to go buy one, I'm kind of thinking the PHEV, even though I like it, I'm thinking, like, that might not be the right model for me. I might be better off with the six. Um, But anyways, be that as it may be, Mazda for a while now has been, probably, like, since the last CX-9 refresh, they've been talking about how they were moving into that kind of premium segment, Um, but, but not really adjusting the price right not putting a luxury price tag on it so to speak but uh but still you know getting a premium offering and i think they've done that with this vehicle like the interior is great the design touches are great um you know it's got that premium upscale feel i like the 360 degree view camera because you kind of have a top-down view of the vehicle which is great this time of year because it seems like everybody is parking like hogging the entire spot or something. I don't know if you've noticed, but it seems like people just park right on the line, you know, and then the other guy parks right on the line. There's like no room, but anyways, um, I, I thought it was a good upscale SUV that was surprisingly fun to drive, especially for its size and its weight that if they had tweaked a little bit, could have had a little bit more room in the cargo space. And the third row is still one of those where put the kids back there, put the dogs back there, but, put the grown-ups in the first or second row. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. Know, I mean, I agree. Yeah. I, I, I think that Moz has made some great changes. I, You know, I'm still hanging up on the infotainment system. At one point, I liked that knob. I thought it was good. But they've buried so many menus now that trying to just change stations is rough. And they added a touchscreen, but you can't touch it if you're driving. Hmm. Why is that? So I'm, I'm guessing it's a distracted driving kind of thing. They're trying oh, to Oh yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, I don't know. That's I, good. I, but it's not because, <laughs> like, literally. Okay, to give you an example, they drop off the vehicle on Monday. Monday night, we decide we're going out to get some food. Right, mm-hmm. get in the car. It's dark. It's nighttime. Get in the car. Everything's all good except they have it on a Christmas station on the radio. It's not even Thanksgiving yet, and there's Christmas music playing, and I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I can't do this. Oh, I see where you're going. I'm trying to change the station. I can't dig through the menus because, you know, like, it's dark. So even with the lights on in the car, and I'm getting kind of frustrated, you know, so then I tell it to change stations, and, of course, that didn't work. So then I'm like, well, I'm in a traffic light. I'll just do the touchscreen. Well, you know how you're a traffic light in the car? The traffic moves slightly, especially if somebody's turning right on red, you know? So just barely moving, and the screen won't touch. I can't do anything. So, you know, just, I don't know, things like that. I, I think there's a there's a better way. I just wish they would update their infotainment, mm-hmm. make it less complicated, because other than that, I'm pro Mazda. I like the way they drive. I think the fuel efficiency is good. I think it's, it's very competitive um, with that kind of, you know, verge of luxury that they're going for. Um, you know, if you're in the market, you're looking at maybe like a Telluride or a Palisade, maybe a Honda Pilot. I think a lot of people compare maybe the Highlander and the Mazda. I like the way the Mazda drives better than the Highlander, but the infotainment system, it could be a deal breaker for some. I don't know. 
I, I totally 100% agree with you on that. Uh, I, I'm kind of like, I mean, there's been the longest time before I would even put Apple CarPlay on my cars because it would it would delete other features on the. And I'm going, Dad, got it. You know, I mean, how, you know, to either turn the radio off. I mean, it would just do stupid stuff. So I'm starting to get more comfortable with it. But they just, why do we have to go through a growing period? Why can't they just do it right the first time? Right. I mean, and that's I. I guess you know one of the reasons that I bring it up is every vehicle seems to be trying to every manufacturer out there is trying to make them easier and faster, right? Less, right. less lag time. They're supposed to be more intuitive, et cetera. Mm-hmm. Especially now that we're in the age of kind of AI and Alexa, and so Mazda is kind of lagging there. Now, if driving and you know the, the driving experience is really important, well then Mazda wins. Um, but it's silly that there's that one thing that's kind of to me holding people back. And I think for a buyer, especially somebody who's not familiar with Mazda, it's their first time in the vehicle, they mm-hmm. test drive it and they see that, that could be enough of a turnoff for them to go, ah, no, I'm not going to consider it. Granted, yeah. if you own it for a month, you, you're kind of getting used to it. But, you know, first impression is the big deal and how many people are going car shopping, getting in, not really familiar with Mazda, do a little short drive, and that one thing is, is what they fixate on. I don't know. Now, I, I I agree. By the way, I just got a uh, just got a text from a listener. I love the way Christian is so honest. <laughs> oh, I appreciate that. Uh, you know what? That's good to hear, right? Because I well, I we you know you, you'd always hear the negative, but you never hear the positive. And and I and I just texted back. I said, "Why do you think I have her on? Because <laughs> well, because you're real world. You've got a family. You got kids." And I can't remember how long we've been doing the show, but your kids were in the little tiny car seats when we started, and now they're not in car seats at all anymore. And Isn't I that o- crazy? They can now actually ride in the front seat. Dude, dude that just shows you how old we're getting. Stop. Don't <laughs> even, I don't even want to talk about that. I, I don't, no, I, I think, you know, I, I, I do try and be honest with people because I, I know that A, time is valuable, and B, when you buy a, a car purchase, it's the second most expensive thing you buy other than yeah. your house, right? So right. your house, your car. People spend a lot of time in it. But the thing that I always like to remind people is, you know, I'm like five, 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 six. I'm in a different vehicle every week. Mm-hmm. So my preferences and how I use the car and what I like and dislike are completely different than you. Because right. you're in a different, you know, you're a different height, different weight, right. you live in a different area. And so same thing for the listeners, right? So just because of something you say or I say or Brian says when we're reviewing vehicles, mm-hmm. don't let it discourage you from no. going out to that dealership and, and trying it out. Well, just be aware. Um, just be just be aware. Yeah. Because you're right, exactly. you know, and then, and, 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 you know, you're right. Because some things you like, some things I don't like. Uh, you're way more technical than I am when it comes to inf- infotainment and connectivities and all that. Where usually, if I get in a car, if I just try to just trying to sync my phone, sometimes can be a challenge, which just drives me crazy. But I have to keep biting my lip and say, "Look, you're gonna, you need to be in it for at least a week or two weeks before you get comfortable." But all right, well, hey, I'm glad you had a wonderful. Uh, Wonderful Thanksgiving, and we're going to have to come back and do a show just on those libations that you were road testing. Yeah, I, more has come in, so yeah, we should. Uh, let how me know. You get, how did you get you... hooked up on that deal? <laughs> so, you know, on Focus Daily News, I'm glad you asked. We do a uh, 
a spirits gift guide every year, and it's actually one of our most popular gift guides. Where we really? Talk about, like, yeah, so I talk about whiskeys and you know scotches and and uh, tequila and vodkas and what we kind of recommend. I'll be done. So they send them to us to test. So yeah, I already have one up, but there's more coming. So All right. yeah, Focus Daily. FocusDailyNews.com. Yeah, and then just search gift guides on our site. But that's excellent. All right, we'll take care. Better get you off the phone because you know Brian. He's up next. Yeah, he's in yeah. the car. Yeah. He loves. Infinity QX60. <laughs> All right, kiddo. Awesome. Catch you next week. I look forward to it. This is FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You're listening to the You Auto Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. This segment brought to you by Bumper Doc. scratches, dings, and dents, window tinting, body work, paint. You name it, Bumper Doc can do it. Family owned and operated. They're at 8711 Magnolia in Santee. Go to SanteeBumperDoc.com, 619-258-0433. Reach out to Angel. She'll take very good care of you. And John's Automotive Care is at 6267 Riverdale Street, Napa Auto Care, ASC certified, triple A approved. Nobody does it better. 619 280 one five. The warranty's good for three years or thirty six thousand miles. Hey, we got Brian Armstead on the line, and he's cruising in an Infinity QX sixty. I just had that vehicle myself. Uh, this is uh, Infinity's uh, top of the line SUV that they brought to the table. I don't think it's. Isn't there a bigger one than that? The X is it the X the QX ninety? QX eighty, Dave. Eighty. Okay, I knew I was close. Yeah, but, but but before we get into this car, I got a little bone to pick with you, Brendan. I just want you to know the type of guy that you're working with here. She posts on Facebook today's radio lineup on KCBQ AM at eleven seventy FM. You know, he lists all the people that are going to come on today: Dave Stahl, Kristen Barclay, Brittany Sandoval, Michael Schwartz, and Elisa Curtain or Curtain, however you pronounce it. I had you in my head. Go I forgot Brian, to stick Brian it Arsene. in. Don't, don't worry, Brian. Go there was another Arsene. name he forgot to put in there, but we won't talk yeah, about it. Yeah, but you weren't on air. You're not an on air. That's true. Talent. That's true. <laughs> I know. I'm glad you ate. I had, to write on, I had to write on Facebook. There's a guy named Brian Armstead who's usually on the show as well. And then they, oh, I fixed it. Oh, my goodness. I did fix it. Awful. I went right Too back. I fixed it, and I reposted it. Too much turkey in the gut. Too much turkey in the gut. I got it. Well, actually, that was. there is some truth to that. There Actually, there is some truth to that. Well, listen, to the Infinity QX60. What year is it? Uh, yes, it is. 23 or 24? 24. Come on, man. You know how we roll over here. It's so 2024, baby. Come on. Shoot, I still, get, old- I still get 22s. <laughs> we got to work on that. Man. I know. But listen, um, it, it joins a lineup, of, a nice lineup of Infinity uh, Sport Utilities, including the, uh, let me see, I got the wrong little page up here, but we got the uh, crossovers and SUVs. We got the QX50, 40850 $40, starting price, QX55, 50000 starting price, my QX60, which starts at 49650 and the big dog QX80, 74150 Um, I like this vehicle because I think out of the QX bunch, it offers the best value. Now, the QX55 is a smaller sport utility, has more sporting uh, um, attributes, 
But if you need something that's got some space in it, man, this is the way you want to go because this is a seven-passenger a sport ute, and it really gets the job done. On the road, it's quiet. It does. We've been having just really nasty weather here, and uh, it does a good job of a uh, actually this is a six-passenger sport ute because I've got a center console in the rear. My apologies, um, but it does a real nice job with the all-wheel drive version that I have. Um, I really think that Infinity, you know, we've been we've been kind of hard on Infinity as of late because I think that some of their products are definitely in need of improvement, improvement or refreshing. And the QX80 certainly comes to mind. It has been kind of been that same body style, you know, look for a number of years now. But such is not the case with the QX60 because from top to bottom, everything seems first rate on this car. It's got a nice leather wrap steering wheel. Infinity logo on the steering wheel. I can control the center, uh, the driver's cluster, which is a total uh, liquid crystal display. I can control cruise control. I can set safety, three, the 360 system. I don't know if they call it 360 on Infinity, but that's the Nissan name for it. And um, I'm sure it's, uh, the Infinity name is not too far off because it's uh, it's the same you know same company, but. Um, it's got an around view monitor, which is a great way, like when you're parking, when you're parking, and you can see everything around you because the cameras front and rear and cameras under the side mirrors. Uh, it really, really helps a lot. It's got a 295 horsepower, 270 pound foot of torque, pound feet of torque, 3.5 liter V6. Decent fuel economy, Dave Stahl. 22 combined, 20 city, 25 highway. And I pitched that up against my uh, my Lexus LX570, mm-hmm. which gets a outstanding 13 miles a, gal- miles a gallon in the city and 18 miles a gallon on the highway if you're going downhill and you got 90 pounds of air in your tires. <laughs> <laughs> this thing, as SUVs go, this is a, a fairly efficient model. And I think the real key here. I'm going to go back to safety because, you know, I, I started my sports car life was with Datsun sports cars, the 280Z. You know, back then, you know, Datsun had the 510 and the 280Z and the Maxima. These are not cars that were known for safety. But now they're known for, you know, most brands have, have caught up and in, in Infinity has certainly excelled. You've got predictive forward collision warning on this model, which is the QX60 autograph model. Got a base price of uh, sixty six one hundred, so it's it's at the top of the uh, of the QX food chain in terms of the you know the trim walk, uh, forward emergency braking with pedestrian detection, adaptive front lighting system. Really cool because when you start the car, you have a cool white LED DRL display on the front. You see the Infinity logo cast into the ground. You know this is great. I'm sitting in darkness now because. You know, before daylight savings time, I would do the show, and I couldn't see any of the nighttime features while I was on the air because it was daylight. But now it gets dark here on the East Coast about 5 o'clock. It's pitch black outside right now. It's 540 here. So I get to see some of the uh, interior features that I would not normally see uh, during a daytime review, even if I saw them after I drove it at night. You know, you you try to remember everything about a car. You write it down, but you still can't get that, that feel unless you're looking right at something and the uh the nighttime package is is solid 
So it also has a lot of really cool convenience features, Dave, including a panoramic moonroof, which is which really great. It's got a nice cloth cover over it. The headliner quality is, is decent. Um, it's not as uh, luxurious as some of the other brands, but it's not bad at all. It's got black roof rails, rain-sensing wipers. Um, you know, it's it's really one of these situations where you compare it with a Genesis, you compare it with a uh, a Toyota. People buy cars that they're used to, and if you're used to owning Infinity cars or Nissan products, you're used to the way they ride and drive, which is distinctly different in some capacities from other marks or other brands. So if you like these vehicles, and I like them a lot, then you know this QX60 is going to be something that you find you know, appealing. What is your take on it, Dave? You said you just got out of one. You know, I, again, it's it, it kind of fits what I think the majority of the consumers out there, if they don't have a you know a whole lot of kids, you know, it could be kind of an adventurous vehicle. Like if you were going to go tailgating, or or maybe you're going to take a trip up to the you know up up, up the road and go camping. Maybe um, I liked it. Uh, I got fairly decent fuel mileage with it. Uh, it could use a little, you know, a little upgrades here and there. But other than that, you know, if, you, if you're a Nissan enthusiast and you want to kind of honor the brand and move up, then that's where you would roll into uh, the Infinity. Like, like Toyota and Lexus. Correct. I, mean, I failed to, uh, to do my usual trim walk day that I do at the start of every review. And uh, the we talked about the base price of the QX60 uh, being forty nine six fifty, that's for the pure model. It's a front wheel drive uh, pure model. The pure all wheel drive model is fifty one six fifty. The Lux model fifty five seven hundred. Lux all wheel drive fifty seven seven hundred. Mm-hmm. That's about a two. That's a two thousand uh, dollar price um, upgrade for all wheel drive on all trim levels. Century 59050, Century All-Wheel Drive 61050, Autograph 63200, and the model that I'm in, the top dog, the Brian Armstead, not the Dave Stahl edition, QX60 Autograph All-Wheel Drive, starting MSRP 66100. I love the 10.8-inch uh, head-up display that's standard on this model. Um got a smart rearview mirror you can turn it on and you see a digital image behind you it you know it takes a little while to get used to if mm-hmm. you're or if you suffer from vertigo any kind of thing like that it may be too too high definition for you um you can tell up to six thousand pounds dave which is a real real plus yeah uh, a, def- a definite plus so um i don't know I, I think that with all the lighting and the towing capacity and the great fuel economy uh you know the the different options that are available, like you can get uh, crossbars for the roof, special Yakima uh, bike racks for the vehicle. I think that at $67,000, it's a pretty good deal because it does offer the luxury. It offers the convenience. Even the second row has some really cool features, uh, cool features because the captain's chairs are very comfortable back there. Actually, set back there, if you can believe it, because I never get in the second row because right. I'm a giant. If folks that uh, are just tuning in for the first time, I'm 6'9", so I generally stay out of second rows because it's just not a habitable place for someone like me in most situations. But uh, I give the uh, Infinity QX60 
on a scale of 10, I give it eight out of 10. Mm-hmm. I think that, um, you know, there, like you said, there's certain little things, certainly quibbles, nothing's uh, significantly wrong with the car. It's just a competition in this segment. It's just so fierce that, um, you know, you would be uh, prudent to, uh, to, to drive the models, the, the various models that it competes with. But this is certainly one that you considered. Go to infinityusa.com. Check out your 2024 Infinity QX60, Dave. Get some cheese in your pocket and get the uh, get this top dog version, yep. all wheel drive, autograph edition, and you'll be you'll be very pleased. Absolutely. Hey, how do people follow you around? I don't know, man. I mean, you know, I thought they were going to follow me around on Facebook, but uh, <laughs> I see that I'm you know I'm just kind of being stuffed. So I oh guess uh, they just follow me. I don't know how they follow me, Dave. They just follow me. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not hard to miss. <laughs> on Instagram and Twitter, and, uh, and, uh, Twitter on X. On, uh, no, not on X. On Threads, Instagram and Threads at Road Gear Sign. Right. Of course, follow us on the Facebook You Ought to Know page. You got it. Uh, when when uh, when when Mister Stall, the Grandmaster of all things automotive, <laughs> decides that I'm worthy to be added back to the page. Hey, gentlemen, have a great week. Talk to you next Sunday. All right. For a while, believe it or not, we'll have something else fun. I'm checking out this uh, uh, Genesis uh, GV70 beside me, so I think we'll yeah about that uh, next week. Well, we got to we got to get close to uh, North America Vehicle of the Year because I don't think we've talked about it yet. Well, you got a minute? No. Got an interview. We'll talk about that next. We got it. We'll talk about that next week. Then. I, okay. I, Thanks, Dave. I truly Thanks look forward to it. Bye-bye. All right, buddy. Take care. All right, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, a whole lot more right here on FM 961 AM 1170. The answer. All right, folks. Welcome back. You are listening to the You Ought to Know Show, FM 961 AM 1170. The answer was brought to you by FTS uh, Auto Repair. They are a Napa uh, Auto Care Center, AAA, uh, Master Techs, uh, three-year, 36,000-mile warranty at 7954 Daggett Street. Go to FTSauto.com. They also do a lot of work on classic cars. So you might want to take a look, whether you have a classic or just a general automotive. Uh, they take a very good care of you and your uh, your vehicle. So FTS Auto Repair, uh, right there on Daggett Street. And Collision Dock, Kearney Mesa. Moved up from bumper, now they're doing collision. They do everything from headlight to taillight. Nobody treats you better. 336-858-252-7890. All right, let's take a listen to that second half of the Baja uh, 1000 legend so uh, out of all the bikes that ran what position did you finish uh, i think i finished seventh or eighth seventh or eighth Unbe- how would you do back in 19 uh, i got third so yeah oh I, I okay so, so you're yeah. still the big dog right i don't know about that but yeah he's he's achieved his fair amount as well so yeah credit where credit's due yeah well, without a shadow of a doubt. So I understand everybody's after you. Everybody thinks this should be a movie. Everybody, well, hey, if they write you movie check, a movie check, you know, with, with lots of zeros, yeah. don't hesitate. No, nah, no, nah, for sure not. Well, I guess I'll make something up. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so are you going to do it again? Uh, well, we're trying to plan it uh, in two years, maybe in a team. Okay. 
Oh, you're actually going to plan it this time. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yeah. Nah, the, pl- the plan is to go, yeah. And then Your plan is just to go. That's always a good plan. So it all starts with an idea, and yeah, from that you work it out as you go. So. So, yeah. did you have any sponsors that helped you? Uh, no, just people the people that we know, you know, okay. just give us a place to stay and yeah, right. a little car to use here and there and a beer and whatever, you know. And that's all you really need. So, you so you become fond of uh, tacos? Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. They're, they're pretty good. Well, I understand you bent your front wheel and somebody gave you a front wheel off a bike? Uh, no, no, I just ran the same front wheel oh, okay. and then just slowed down because that happened in the start of Matomi Wash. Okay. And uh, I, that one, the first one almost sent me over the bars and then hit it again in the same spot and I just, I could hear it crack. And then when I stopped in, I think somewhere to check where she, uh, my mate Shane was because of, I met him, I should... Uh, you well, I would have met him somewhere on the road, but I wasn't really sure where that was. So I stopped and to check where I was. And then um, these guys, I think they were for a uh, New Zealand team. Oh, they just started cable tying the bike, and uh, so yeah, it was pretty funny. That's amazing. Uh, was it a brand new bike that you started out with? No, no, it had seventy hours on it, and. Um, so you bought it here in the U- here in San Diego. Right? Yeah, I bought it here in San Diego. What's yeah. It's a KDM 500 from 2015. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, I, I'm gonna give you a little hint what to do then for the next time. Uh, you should go to KTM and say, "See what I could do with an old bike." Yeah, yeah, How yeah. about you guys give me a new bike for next time? Yeah. And if you mention Lars Larson's name, you may get it. Yeah, sure. Oh yeah. Yeah. How long have you been riding for KTM? How many years? Too too long. <laughs> this, this is my this is my sixty fourth season straight. So sixty four years, he still wins on a KTM. You might want to take him up on it. I'll give you my card, and we'll stay in contact between the two of you. Because next year's it, you know, I don't even know if you'd really want a big sponsorship. Because I think the adventure is the adventure. Yeah, yeah, yeah of course, and oh, I guess you need a. You need to do things for the sponsorship too, I guess. Yeah. But um, but yeah, what we did was fine too. Like, and we had a good time pre-running and just camping and yeah, having the having the time of your life. Yeah. So, what has all this gotten back home? I mean, are you is everybody up in arms and and can't wait for you to come home so they can celebrate? Uh, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, the inbox is like exploding. So I. Yeah. Just stay humble, my friend. Stay humble, because that's it. So what about you? Are you going to run again? Uh, You you, you followed. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Hopefully in two years. That's the plan. We come back and just do it as a team now that that we've both both finished the race. Um, Individually in the Ironman class, we can't really give each other much shit about not doing it by ourselves, (laughs) you know, for the first time. So, yeah. yeah, so we. Well, and that following is never any fun, right? Yeah, not really, but it's all part of it, you know. He's helped me a lot out, you know, over the years. And, yeah, it's only fair that I help him out when he's racing as well. So, So I'm going to use your language. How long have you guys been mates? Uh, About 10 years. So, a couple of years now, yeah. Yeah. All right, so... Anything that you well, want? other than a good mate, what would be advice? Because I'm sure there are people now that have been inspired by you, and they they're thinking, "I'm going to do this now." Uh, what advice would you give, other than a dependable mate? 
um, yeah, just do your own thing and yeah, yeah, do what you what feels good. If you know, yeah, your own setup and yeah, I don't know, don't go too crazy. It's an extremely dangerous race, so we don't want anyone being um, inspired thinking you can just show up completely unprepared because that was not really the case with us. It may have looked like that from the outside, but we were pretty prepared, you know, and we have quite a lot of experience on bikes. Well, I was going to say, you've rode a lot in Australia. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So that's, that's the thing. So if you really haven't ridden a bike that much, it's really not a great race to go and do for the first time. Me and him both did it for our first desert race, but we've spent many years on bikes previously. So really powerful to hear that from you, t- from you guys. Yeah. Well, because it's yeah. important that people understand. Because, like you said, some guy will say, "Oh, I think I'll just go down and buy a new bike. I'm just going to go down next Thursday." Exactly right. You know, and the last thing we want is someone going down there and killing themselves yeah. because Baja is dangerous, but it's only as dangerous as you make it for yourself. So just keep that in mind. Anyone that is thinking to do it. Maybe do your homework a little bit more and try some smaller races first. So, yeah. Maybe don't always jump in the deep end. We do, but that's just how we do things. Well, the Ironman is exactly that. It's going all by yourself and without, you know, a co-driver. Exactly. Did it it seem as long as it ended up being? Or, or of course, looking back on it, it probably doesn't. Well, it went pretty quick too, but, um, yeah, it is a long race for sure. And you get pretty delusional during the race. But um, altogether, it just flies by so quick. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, this has been an absolute honor for, for her and I to interview you. We're the only motorsport show in San Diego, and we've been doing it a long time. And I just had to bring her down because, you know, this one here. And she's a two-wheeler, too. What big motorcycle do you have? I have a little KX100. It's yeah. what I can fit on. <laughs> And she has a Honda Monkey. Yes, yeah, so I oh, yeah. fit on that as well. Yeah. Yes, but I hope so. Right? Any final words before we let you get back to drinking beer? No, just thank you to everyone that supported us along the way. Are you, you surprised know, surprised about all this. Support? Yeah, it's we never expected it. Yeah. We never really wanted it. That's for sure. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. just how life goes. Sometimes we come for the adventure yeah. to go down to Mexico and have a great time and make it back safely, and we done it. So yeah, yeah you accomplished what yeah. you set out. Yeah. Well, you can blame fish. Because if it wasn't for fish, you guys wouldn't be sitting here. There were a lot of sleepless people because of fish. I I read a bunch of comments that said, I couldn't go to sleep until I knew he'd crossed the finish line. (laughs) All right. So any last words for you? Yeah. Thanks, everyone that supported me. And, yeah, it's unbelievable what happened. That's for sure. Yeah. It's definitely going to, I mean, it could be a book and it could be a movie. Lars, any last words from you? No, I take my hats off from, uh, for what you guys did uh, because I have a little bit of sense how hard it is and uh, a long, long drive. And, and uh, so bless you. I, hey. I take my hat off for, for yeah. it. And when you get home, Google Lars Larson and you'll see who you just sat across the table from. You might be impressed. Thanks, buddy. Look forward to seeing you. Two years? Yeah. Yeah, yeah two years is the plan for now, yeah. All right, we'll be ready for you. Is that an amazing story, or is that an amazing story? I mean, anybody that would just get on an airplane, fly to the United States, fly into San Diego, buy a 2015 KTM with miles on it, and how confusing he was. He goes, oh, it's 70 hours on it. Well, we don't gauge our bikes by hours, but he did. Rode it to La Paz, turned around, 
and placed seventh in the Baja 1000. Go, Dutchie. But not giving Shane any negative. He did the same thing, but he drove from Washington State and placed third. So, you know, our boy didn't do as good as Shane. But they're coming back in two years, and we will absolutely be ready for them. You only hear it only on this station because we did the interview before anybody else. And I can't thank Brittany enough for coming down. Lars Larson, she drug him down. The kids didn't even have a clue who he was. He looked like just an old guy. So hopefully he'll go home and Google Lars Larson and go, Oh my gosh, I think we stepped on it. All right, we're going to take a quick break because we've even got a better show lined up for you on Racer Radio. It's right around the corner. This guy and his lovely wife have got a backyard you wish you could have if you're a gearhead. Right here on FM 961 AM J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.